0: whole seconds cool tell me your story all right so your work story of yesterday awful I was, retail <laughs> oh well it's it's not quite that kind of story so everybody that i work with now pretty much knows that i have a podcast okay so that's really interesting because really one nice. of the manager listens and i'm like ooh, that's so sweet yeah i know i was like that's really kind of shit about him and you haven't fired me thanks <laughs> so <laughs> that's pretty cool um but one of my co-workers the other day he hadn't listened to anything that we've put out yet mm-hmm. until the day before yesterday, and he comes in yesterday, and he's like, hey, yeah, I hate your puns, (laughs) and that's all he said to me. Someone understands my strife. And I just kind of stopped and was like, excuse me? And he just shook his head and walked off. Yeah, your puns are (laughs) awful. So like 20 minutes later, I cornered him, and I was like, what the fuck do you mean you don't like my puns? What do you mean, you little bitch? Yeah, and he was like, I just, I hate it. I hate it so much, and I was like, yeah, Katie would agree with you, and he goes, yeah, I feel like I need to buy her dinner or something, like, that's awful. I was like, she signed up for this.
1: (laughs) I literally asked for this. This was your decision. You're right. It was literally, I texted you and said, yo, let's do this, bitch.
0: Yeah. So it's all you. Rude. Yeah. If you just heard me slam my coffee cup on the coffee table, I apologize. Thank you for being omniscient and knowing that that's what I was (laughs) eyeballing you for. Yeah, no, I was like, oh, that hit a little harder than I meant for it to. Hit a little
1: different. You put on the bins behind you. I put the what? The tea behind the bins.
0: I mean, that's plausible. I'll have to bend and turn weird, but I can do it. Yeah. I also put my water too far out of reach. Oh, shit. Well, <clears throat> I hope you don't thirst to death. I'm gonna. Yeah. I didn't have any water today. Bitch, what do you mean you didn't have any water today? Everyone, drink your
1: water. Drink your water. Don't be like me. <laughs> Take a sip right now. Take it, Get your water bottle. Where is it? Get it. Sip it. Put it Wait, in your mouth. What is Kevin? Put it in your mouth. I don't know. Kevin says... "Uh, He's gonna yell at you. I'll have to... He'll... Yeah, you he's gonna, so upset. When he he's listens to this, this. he's <laughs> gonna text me and just be like, rip it. He's like, rip it and glug it or something. Uh huh. Uh G- gl- rip. Nope, or just gonna let it go. I don't know. My favorite know. my
0: favorite phrase, especially when discussing like spooky shit as it is spooky season or the end of spooky season now, when we're recording this, so it's been a minute for the rest of you. But my favorite thing to yeah. hear is someone say, I'm gonna go and bong rip some sage <laughs> 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 And it just immediately throws me into like a giggle fit. Does it? It's so good. I literally just like show up, say some shit, and go home. It's great. It must be nice. That's, yeah. Well, Bless honestly, you. this
1: gives me something to fucking do, so I don't well, go I mean, out yeah. of my mind. Because
0: before yeah. this, I was going out of my mind. Okay. Well. So I'm glad you have something to occupy all your time. I do. Yeah. I like really that. do.
1: It, it does. Do. It really does. No, yeah. it's a lot
0: of fun though. I'm enjoying it.
1: You know what I'm not enjoying though? What my father.
0: <laughs> making jokes
1: so he wanted me to tell you this he like before oh, he no. left today He was like you better fucking tell her and i was like okay i'll tell her oh no i came home one day from the gym uh-huh. came home from somewhere i don't know and i couldn't find my dad okay just he was here all three trucks were here and i could not find him what the fuck was he in the ceiling attic or the basement attic uh, No, apparent- basement, basement there was no ba- you mean the crawl space yeah that oh we okay i was like we don't have a basement
0: <laughs> and everywhere's a basement if you try hard enough uh- <laughs>
1: so i couldn't find him and i wasn't he was apparently out in the pool okay like out back and i was like no i'm not gonna yeah i'm not gonna go like i just if he's not in the garage i'm not looking for him okay so three hours pass jesus i like took a shower ate food he neck i ne- he never came around i never heard him so finally i hear him in the garage and i go outside and he's like walking around talking to himself and shit mm. and he looks up and he sees me he goes hey no, and I'm no. like, I couldn't find you. I was like I and I kind of just gave up. He's like, I've been out here the whole time. And oh, I was like, no. I was probably in the shower, I don't know. So he's like, that ghost is in here. <laughs> no. So I go I start going into full-blown fucking panic. I'm like, no. What do you mean? What do you mean? Oh, what? No. And so he's like, yeah, that ghost. And so he walks he walks to like the back of the garage uh-huh. and he stand he goes, "Yeah, St- it stands right here. And every time <laughs> that I try to throw a beer can into the trash can, it swats the beer can away. And I go, so, so are we naming the, the Ghost Bud Light? <sighs> <laughs> At first, I was panicking. I was freaking out. I was like, "Oh my god, the ghost is actually in the garage, and it's like, it's like giving him shit while he's in the garage." And he's like, "No, you peckerheads." He's oh like, "I swear to God, every time I throw a beer can at uh-huh. this at this trash can, I can't make it in." I was like, "It's it's called Bud Light."
0: I was about to ask, "Is like, so how many deep is he at this point?"
1: So he points up. He he doesn't drink heavily uh-huh. it's just he yeah he likes his beer every night so he points like way up and out of the way and he goes look look a bird it, we're still in the garage and as i don't look away he picks up a beer can out of the fucking <laughs> four-wheeler and throws it in the trash can <laughs> <laughs> so today he was like you better tell her that story you better tell her that ghost is in there swatting my swatting my trash from not getting in the trash can i was like you just have shit aim that's really funny Yep, that's that's
0: really precious that he was like so excited about that That's joke great. yes he
1: wanted to make sure i told you That's so beautiful. i wanted to
0: make sure that you the listener also heard that story because it's worth it i'm very glad that you waited <sighs> that was wonderful you're dead? I just something yes something it's else. something you're something else you're fucking right it's something <laughs> living here <laughs> well you yeah. know what something else is what spooky stories
1: Did you just take my line? I did. I'm a little <laughs> upset. I'm a little upset.
0: Oh, well. That was my jam. I'm sorry. That was my thing. Well, it'd do what uh, it be. We're,
1: we're here now. Okay, fine. So, I mean, like, if you want to nope, go back and change it, nope, we can do that. No,
0: it's too late. Okay. You, you stole my thunder. I haven't slept a lot in the last, like, 48 hours, so that's probably why my brain was like, hey, do oh, No, yeah, the you thing, only got, like, two hours of sleep last night. If that, I think. As, as, I'm a little messed today, so. Okay. What do you want? Uh... A big house, a new car. Uh, not fucking. <laughs> this is what your fucking co-worker was talking about. I know. <laughs> heads or tails? That's my favorite. Tails,
1: please. Wow, we just called it tails today? <laughs> my brain was it's trying heads. to load in a
0: first.
1: <laughs> Don't <laughs> lose. Oh, gross. Don't lose that. Oh, fuck. Where did that go? Got it. Oh, my God. You're mean. <laughs> All right, tell me your story. <laughs> Who's mean here? Me or you? Both. Mm. Mm. So I, Katie Groves, We'll be talking about the Wolf Manor today in Clovis, California. I don't
0: like that it's named that Wolf Manor. Yeah, it's just named after a guy. Oh, because it sounded a lot scarier. Like you know, the... it's pretty fucking scary. Okay, great.
1: That's continue. Okay, so the history. We will start out with this hotel. So actually, this this manor is coined the Black Hole Hotel. Oh, be- I don't like because that. of like the amount of people that went in and never came back out. so the (laughs) no so the history yeah of the manor the original mansion well i'm going to go back and forth between mansion and manor i'm still talking about the same building okay so the original mansion was built by anthony andriotti he was a immigrant Mm -hmm. from obviously italy that Mm -hmm. came in and he built the private home in 1922 it's eight thousand square feet this includes five bedrooms a ballroom and a swimming pool in the basement that's why the basement so janky weird looking in Ew. 1935
0: the house was lost
1: because lost.
0: of the great depression oh
1: uh, so they lost the house
0: i thought you meant like lost is in time and space not losses in like yeah they lost the eight thousand square foot I, this, is this is what your this is what your co-worker talking about I, I, that wasn't even a joke that was me really not catching up sleep. with it get eventually. some sleep someday
1: (laughs) after they lost their home it was purchased and made into the hazelwood sanitarium oh no so for those of you who don't know a sanitarium is different from a sanatorium a sanitarium is for terminally ill patients oh so it's like hospice kind of okay yeah it's those who are on like kind of like death row with their health but not like but not old people death
0: row with their health that's a new way to describe that that's pretty good but it's not like old like they're ill with a disease usually tuberculosis
1: Mm -hmm. so oh yeah house patients who were terminally ill mostly with tuberculosis because that was the time and those who came into the house did not leave because when you went there you were going to die die. so in 1942 the clown wow the town of clovis Okay. I got the C and the T. It, it is what it the is. The town of Clovis purchased the sanatorium and rebranded it as the Clovis sanatorium at its highest, at its peak. No. At any one time, there were 100 to 150 people in the manor.
0: Oh, man. And
1: it's still like 8,000 yeah. square feet for that many people. It's not. You know, like to put them in beds to take That's care of them. Lot. It's not enough room for 150 people max. Two murders occurred in this mansion. Jesus. While housing violent patients in the manor. Violent but dying. Yeah. Because they were getting like delusional with like fever and whatnot. So, oh,
0: that makes more sense. Yeah.
1: So, one patient strangled another in an upstairs bedroom. And then the same thing happened again, but on the first floor. Ew. So, like two people got strangled. Suicides were also common. Mm. And the one, one of the most notable ones is that there was an elderly man who took a fire extinguisher, shoved the cone into his throat, and pulled the trigger. And he died by asphyxiation of the contents of
0: a fire extinguisher. That went from zero to a thousand. Yeah, that went from zero to what the fuck? Yeah, no, I'm not comfortable with that. Yeah, no. I don't. I could have lived my whole life without knowing that. Whew. You're welcome. Maybe. That might be a new fear along with the scritchins. This
1: Oh, the scritchings in your brain? Yeah. Thousands of patients are said to have died on this property due to poor conditions, abuse, no. and the nature of the institution.
0: Yeah, I was about to say, I mean, that's, that's really sad because those people are all already dying. Yeah.
1: And it was already just terrible. So mm-hmm. it was usually one nurse assigned to 20 patients. Jesus. Uh, patients were usually changed to beds, toilets, and showers. Awesome. Also pretty shitty. Bed swords that were worn all the way down to the bone
0: oh, because God. they were
1: chained by like your yeah. ankle or your wrist and never turned. There was overcrowding. So patients were laying everywhere, there was space. Which also meant in the hallways, and it was usually four or five to a bedroom. And there were only five bedrooms. Mm -mm. Yay. So for 50 years, the sanatorium was open, and the average turnover rate for employees was 30 days. Because the obvious overcrowding accompanied with the horrible conditions. The nurses
0: usually couldn't handle it. I can't handle it. I'm a little nauseous just thinking about it. Yeah.
1: I don't like it. It was gross. Some of the pictures that they showed was like
0: gross those
1: who died in the sanatorium could not be removed for several days because the town of clovis is not it's in california but it's in a rural area no right so back in the 1950s when someone died there was not a local coroner's office that would pick you up in 30 minutes it would literally take a week for someone to come out and get your body
0: oh that's the coolest thing i've
1: ever heard their bodies were stored in the basement until a local coroner could come and pick them up the basement where the swimming pool is yep well, there's was, there was obviously not a swimming pool now, right. but
0: where it's yeah, cool yeah. and
1: dank down there. Oh, dank. I like that word choice. Danky dank. Oh, Jesus. Basements that's, were all dank. Let's that's be real. True. So at that's their gross. highest peak, there was at least one patient dying a day.
0: Oh. Which is rough. That's a lot. Yeah, that's actually...
1: So there were, many, uh, there were as many as eight to 10 bodies being stored in the basement.
0: At a time? At a time. Would they just have like multi-person... Casket service or corner services, like 10 people. Oh, shoot. I guess we better send three carriages. Oh,
1: yeah. I have no idea. Like a dump truck. Like I have no fucking clue how they picked up 10 bodies.
0: I'm very upset because now that's what I'm going to be obsessing about. I'm so upset. Ooh, I'm so sorry. It is what it is. In 1943, Mm -hmm. the admins
1: of the sanatorium built an additional wing on top of the manor. Okay. So- So, I'm sorry. On like on, when I say on top, I meant like in addition to. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. So in oh. addition to, they built a wing attaching
0: to... Got it, got it, got yeah, it. Yeah, so... I'm glad you understood my confusion. Yes, I'm I, sorry. I I, as soon as, as
1: I said it, it. Your, your face was like... Wah. So, <laughs> no, next attached to the building, but off to the side. Gotcha. This additional hospital wing was meant to treat the mentally ill patients. So... So on top of having a sanitarium, they now have a sanatorium? Yeah. Yeah. So both terminally ill and mentally ill patients. I don't like that. With the already lacking resources. Yeah. So this greatly exacerbated the whole situation and the mentally ill patients suffered along with the terminally ill patients. This sucks. And the most violent natured patients were kept in the actual mansion to have a closer eye on. Oh, that makes more sense. So in 1992, the sanatorium was shut down. That's when I was born. And the town made consistent efforts to have the building demolished because obviously, yeah, it was a shit place, and that town did that. So here we are. Yeah. In 1996, Todd Wolf purchased the manor with zero belief in the paranormal.
0: Oh, how long did he last? Um, poor didn't, guy.
1: Didn't say. I think it was only like a couple weeks that yeah. it took him until it was like, oh
0: wait, oh shit, I think shit. I, I, I think I'm incorrect.
1: He bought. The piece of property and then became a full-blown believer in ghosts. And that's usually his opening line. And like whoever goes to his house is like, yeah, I didn't believe in paranormal. Now I do because Jesus, this house. He tried opening it up as a haunted attraction right which is par for the course right and it, that's yeah because it's a creepy it's a big ass manor and it's creepy as shit the city hit him with like 22 code violations oh jesus shut him the fuck down that's rude yeah they did not want this building standing and they did everything they could to have him not operate out of that building
0: that's really dumb that's really why rude. would they sell it to him then if they didn't i don't know that's a little stupid oh yeah actually that's a little i don't know if they could have stopped that i don't know
1: so in 2007 mm he had the hospital wing demolished, leaving just the manor standing. Because of nobody was living in the manor, because of how haunted it was, Todd didn't live in the manor. He was just like, fuck that. A lot of break-ins and arsons were consistent with this building. They would hold Halloween parties, but obviously people complained. Yeah. And was like, no, please, it's too loud. Like, this Mm -hmm. is a rural area and you're having house parties. Yeah. So... No.
0: So this is not the time of the place my man. Yeah. So he he in
1: 2011 the house was condemned by the city and oh, then man. demolished in 2014.
0: That's so sad. It, that
1: that building no longer exists. So it's really funny though cuz like he didn't keep uh good care of the property at no. all and then people kept breaking in. Yeah. The, People who were coming and were setting the house on fire and all kinds of stuff. So he didn't take care of the property at all, in my opinion. And yeah. then he complained. He's like, I don't understand why they're tearing it down. It's
0: like... Because at that point, it is an eyesore. It's not been lived in. And that sucks. Yeah. So
1: they tore it down. That's such a cool, like, history thing. Yep. So it's gone. Well, so it lives on forever and ghost adventures and ghost hunters.
0: <gasps> my boys. My boys. <laughs> my
1: boys got to go. Okay. So the hospital uh-huh. wing... Yes.
0: Yes. That was demolished first, right? Yes. Okay.
1: Todd brought in a sensitive to corral all the spirits that were left in the hospital ring to move them into the mansion. Okay. The sensitive took two days to do that. That's so a lot of people. So she started in the corner of the property. Uh huh. And then moved all them back in. All them their spirits yep. back in. Back into the house. Dagum. Yeah. No. So that's so that's, <laughs> that's a lot. So that's that's the opening to the haunting. So, okay. general general hauntings in this building is that EMF readings in this house are just constant. It's not mm-hmm. like a 1 or a 2 on the on the meter. It's yeah. usually going all the way up. And there's not been power to the house for years. Oh, God. There's no nothing in the house. If anybody comes in to do an investigation, they have to bring a generator.
0: Oh, Lord. Okay.
1: So it makes no sense of why the EMFs are going off. And then people will pull out like two and they're reading the same thing. So it's not like one malfunctioning. Reports of children running, playing, and laughing are usually heard on the first floor of the manor. Because if you remember Uh the guy who built the building... Moved his family in yeah. and had children, g- grandchildren. So the energy of children has been left in this house. Damn. Woohoo. Shadowy figures are often caught on camera. Of course. Like a lot in this place. A picture is hung up in the kitchen mm-hmm. where a shadowy figure of a child was taken. Mm-hmm. And you can kind of tell it's not very distinguishable. But you can tell by the height of the shadow, it does have a humanoid figure to it. Okay. But with the lines on the wall from where they're recording the show, and then in the picture, you can see that it's not very high. So obviously, it's a child. Oh, I don't like that. Yeah, because they were like, it's a child. And I'm like, how the fuck can you tell it's a child? And then I looked at the lines on the wall. It's like, oh. Okay, yeah, that's Short. Oh. Yeah.
0: Little. Okay. Wheel, like, wheel. So. I don't really like that. That's kind of kind a little scary. Little baby kids. Oh, I
1: got something second to your uh, scratching on the walls. You can hear walkers moving across the floor.
0: Oh, like, that like, ch- that ch- little ch- click, ch- click drag. Yeah. Oh, God. Do you like that? No. <laughs> I worked in a nursing home for a while. I don't like that sound. I didn't know that. Yeah. Oh. I don't like that sound. So
1: Todd says you can especially hear this noise when you're in the basement, and then you can hear it on the ceiling above.
0: Oh, yeah. That makes sense. Yeah.
1: And then he also wow. says that you can hear shit running through the kitchen all the time.
0: Running through the kitchen. <laughs> yeah, not, so, not like slow-moving no. sweet little grannies. We're so, talking like... He thinks
1: that's the children running through the kitchen.
0: Probably. probably. I mean, that's what I hope it is.
1: They're little shits.
0: Oh. <laughs> okay.
1: <laughs> okay. So, people have seen doors slam shut in their face, mm-hmm. just with no obvious reasons okay. to why. Like, they'll just be walking in the door, we'll get slammed shut in their face. People have been physically touched. Okay. Poking, shoving, pushing, pulling hair. Okay. There is a black entity. No. That will stand at the stop at the top of the staircase. Okay. And will often try to shove people down the staircase.
0: what, what a dick.
1: Yeah. So some people were brought on the different T V shows that I watched who went to this place mm-hmm. and multiple people people reported seeing this entity
0: on the second floor. I don't like that. Like, don't touch me, number one. Number two, do not push me down the stairs. (laughs) Fucking rude. Don't push me in any direction. (laughs) So there's a room
1: upstairs called Mary's Room. Okay. Now, this room is called that because many who have come to do readings in this house got into that room, and they just say that they feel a presence by the name of Mary. So the room is now called Mary's Room. Todd and his friend were working in the room. They were working on the wallpaper, kind of like in the back of the room, Mm -hmm. away from the door. And Todd said out of the corner of his eye he saw a black entity standing in the doorway. Ew. He said a couple of seconds later, it just rushed him. Like um, like not at a human natural running yeah. pace, but just
0: Much faster. abnormally
1: faster. Oh, it got chills. Yeah, right? I don't know why. And oh. just, he said when it got to him, it just disappeared.
0: Awesome. Thanks, bud, for the scare. That was very sweet.
1: He also did a video recording in that room kind of as his own investigation. Okay. And you can clearly see I'm getting cold chills just talking about it. You can clearly see what looks like a patient in the fetal position Mm. on the floor as if he was chained up to the tub in the same room.
0: Okay. Yeah. I got the like up the back of my neck chills. Yep.
1: Ooh. It was not pleasant. So the police, the local police department has received multiple 911 calls from the manor. Okay. And the phone lines have been physically cut in the basement. There is no reason why it should be calling 911. Oh. And it could be up to two to three times a week.
0: Oh, yep. that's that's kind of wild. I don't like that very much.
1: I don't either. I was watching TAPS, yeah. the Ghost Hunters yes. episode, and one of the girls was doing an investigation like her own kind of like offshoot of trying to figure out why the 911 system was calling. And apparently with the sanatorium, they installed the, the phone system mm-hmm. that if it was malfunctioning at any point because it's a sanatorium, mm. it would call... Nine one one. So unless it's malfunctioning and that's it's just fail switch to do yeah. that, or if there's like a manifestation like fucking with the system to call nine one one, no one knows. But it calls nine one one. Well, like it did that. before it got demolished.
0: I don't. Well, what if they're still getting phone calls from that address? Actually, I don't know because I mean, if the spirits are there, that would make sense that if, if the spirits are the ones that are calling nine one one, just because but the using the gone. system to call nine one one.
1: That's what I'm mm. saying. That's what I'm saying. Okay, pick up what I'm putting down.
0: Yeah, I'm getting there. Okay, go. Cool. Oh yeah, there. you're
1: <laughs> gonna just chug some more tea in you.
0: Yeah. So in tea the coffee, basement,
1: something. there's supposedly not a nice spirit in the crawl space.
0: A big surprise of it's a fucking crawl space.
1: I hate where the crawl space is. Okay. The crawl space is just a hole in the wall in the basement. Does it have like a cover? Nope. At all? It's a literal fucking box in the wall, just like head height, maybe like chest height, Child. shoulder height. I'm good. And you
0: just... Why didn't you just dig the rest of it out? Why does there have to be a crawl space at that point? Yeah, I don't...
1: For piping. So? Make it full size. Or at least walk up. Yeah, I don't Yeah, understand. I don't understand either, but it's just... It's there, I, and it sucks. I hate it. I don't it's, like that. A lot of voices are heard in the basement, especially especially a woman singing. Oh. Bright balls of light are seen, but shortly after, killing all of the video and audio equipment, like yes. sucking the batteries dry, I read a an investigation team that went to Uh investigate this place and just drained all of their batteries and half the team had to go out and get more batteries
0: and come back. Oh, that's cool. That's so fun. I don't like that. Objects are moved
1: in the basement. I really hate that one. Todd recalls that there was a stuffed animal in the basement on the floor next to a chair, like in one of the random rooms down there. Several people in the basement that were with him heard shuffling and noises coming from that room. So when they went running in there, The animal that was on the floor was placed on the chair.
0: Oh, I hate that. I don't like that. He just
1: doesn't touch it now. Well, I guess not now because.
0: I mean, nobody touches it now. Because it's demolished. Right. That's so sad. uh Uh-uh. Yeah? Yeah, no. Like Something getting knocked off a chair is one thing, but being picked up and sat back on the chair, I don't like that. No? No. Okay. I don't think anybody likes that. I, there's probably somebody that likes that, and it, it is what it is. But. Tell me who they are so I can call them weird.
1: <laughs> I don't know. So a man by the name of Scott Grunewald.
0: Ooh, what a name. What a name. It says he was a paranormal investigator, but for some odd reason, he was in the crawl space. I don't think that's a paranormal investigator. I think that's just not someone with a conscience that, like, <laughs> protects them. Yeah? I don't like that. Well, he was in the basement. Hmm.
1: <laughs> so, or no, sorry, he was in the crawl space. So... He accessed the hole and he was in the wall Uh or he was in the crawl space. So he was coming out head first. So it's a pretty deep crawl space Mm. and you can kind of like get on your heels. Of course. And just kind of chill. Okay. He was coming out head first when he said that something grabbed his ankles and tugged on him.
0: I don't like that because number one, he can't see it. Nope. And number two, it's probably not there to be seen, but ooh.
1: Nope. So tugged him in like zach bagans was interviewing him so Mm -hmm. he put his arms out and was like hey tug on my wrists." and the dude like pulled his arms and the guy and the guy's grown like bigger than zach bagans and he was like it startled me enough that i went out head first he smashed his head on the ground because it's still like a five foot tall five foot up hole in the wall came out smashed his head he said he kind of asphyxiated himself a little bit because he did land on his head and then had to go to the hospital because he landed on his fucking head, and now he wears a rosary because of that incident.
0: Yeah, fuck no, 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 don't touch me, <laughs> especially not my ankles when I'm crawling out of a hole. Yeah, but also, why would you go face first out that's the a hole? Weird. Yeah, I think he had a plan.
1: What? What could it have his plan? I don't have know. Been... Zach. Zach Bagans came out head first, and he was fine. Oh, well, like the hole is like big enough that you can kind of like like,
0: like gobbling out. Yeah. Oh, that's probably what it was. Then. Yeah, it's not I'm like just envisioning no, you're fine. a little hole. Probably a little bit bigger than that. Okay. So. Ew. Yeah. I'm also just trying to, like, I don't want to, I'm trying to talk through being spooked about the ankle grabbing. Yeah. Yeah. So
1: Ghost Hunters goes there. Yes. Ghost Adventures. I'm sorry. Ghost Adventures goes there. Their EMF readers were spiking multiple times while they were talking around Mm -hmm. the house, both before and after the investigation, or before and during the investigation. Ew. So while they were talking to Todd in the beginning, one of their little box EMF readers, the Meter went halfway up, mm-hmm. and then just was chilling. And there's, there, there's It just sat at halfway. In, yeah, and they're in the middle of the room when their EMF readers were doing this. What the fuck? And there was no reason for their meters to be doing that. No, made no fucking sense. And so they, they pulled out another meter because I thought it was malfunctioning, Broken, yeah. and then the other one was doing the same thing. I, no. And at the same time, they heard a child giggle. No, no,
0: little kid no. giggles
1: freak me out. It was pretty. It was pretty good. So they even yeah, so throughout their investigation, they would get consistent EMFs along with EVP's kind of at the same time. So they would mm-hmm. hear something talk and then their EMF meters would spike. Oh, that's kind of cool being it, able to cooperate. Yeah. And when they went into the basement, Nick asked if they wanted them to leave, mm-hmm. to which they caught an EVP that said get out. That's a yes. Yeah, so that's a full on get the fuck out. So like Zach Zachary bagel bites the psychopath he goes up to the crawl space hole yeah of course like yeah like you know he's gonna do it so he stood in front of the crawl space opening and put his back to the hole no and he asked the spirits to grab him by the neck through the hole right so as he was standing there taunting it he heard a very deep voice and like it was heard without enhanced audio that came through that was either It sounded like a growl, or it kind of sounded like it said, die. And it was deep, and it was gross. I've got the like chills up the back of my head now. Zach jumps into the crawl space, and he goes, I can hear you. After that? Psychopath, yes. Oh, my God. Jumps in there. No. And he asks, what do you want? To which they catch an EVP, and it's the same voice that comes through, and it says, want your energy. Uh, No, no. Mm -mm. so while he's in there he can kind of like hear it talk a couple more times no and then he he crawls he comes back out because he's like oh god i'm a little scared yeah
0: oh his fight or flight kicked in the right direction in the wrong direction no because he was like all right time to leave oh it finally like 180 and was like all right get out time to stop being
1: whatever the fuck that is whatever
0: the fuck that is
1: (laughs) (laughs) ghost hunters now Mm -hmm. goes there so aka taps Two women go into the basement to do an EVP session. It was mm-hmm. kind of portrayed like they were the only people in the house. So while they were down there, they very clearly, even over the audio without mm-hmm. enhancing it, they hear like a like something hit the wall and then drop. Mm-mm. And they were like, "What the hell?" And they get up and they go upstairs and they start looking around. As they get to the entrance to the basement, mm-hmm. there is a chunk of concrete just laying on the floor where they taped down wires. Both of them did in that doorway so they have no idea that chunk of rock was not there because they even went back and played it where they were both taping down the wires and that chunk
0: of rock was not there where the fuck did it come from the spookies i hate that more than anything (laughs) else through it i don't like that concrete rock oh god
1: (laughs) so another group so like the two main guys they went down to the basement and they were trying to they they do a lot of debunking too so they'll try and like scan evps or scan emfs or they'll look for speakers or whatever because they're like it could be this or it could be that or Mm -hmm. someone's trying to play a prank and get some notoriety so while they were down there They heard a woman singing. That's what Todd said kind of happens down there. And they captured the loudest EVP ever. It literally, they both were like, do you have a walkie-talkie? Who the fuck was that talk? It was so fucking loud. They got so fucking confused and were looking for speakers. Because it was that loud and that clear. They did not have to enhance the audio. It was so fucking loud. And it was the same, this, this deep voice, not the one from... The hole in the wall. Mm -hmm. It was a different sounding voice. Okay, Loud, clear as day, like another person in the fucking room. It said, I like the one with the hat. No. One of them was wearing a hat. I don't like that. So he's like, is that what that said? And he immediately takes his (laughs) hat off. He's like, I don't want to wear my hat anymore. And does not wear his hat for the rest of the investigation. Hell no.
0: I mean, same though. I'd be like, uh uh-uh, nope. mm
1: -mm. So when they brought that evidence back to Todd, they asked, hey, have you heard this voice before? And Uh he was like, yep. That's common. That's a common voice down in the basement. He goes, I have never heard it that loud. Like like no no question of what it was said when they played it for Todd. He was like, I like the one with the hat. And the guy was like, Yep, I was the one wearing the hat. Why him? And and one of the both of them, both the investigators were like, We have never in our lives, it was like season three. They were like, We have never heard of an evp that loud before we have
0: never heard a ghost talk that loud before ever they must have really liked his hat man <sighs> it was just a baseball cap i don't I'd, understand ooh. why man in a hat does it for him apparently wow it does it for the spirits that's crazy that's, i don't like that you don't No. okay well that's I don't all. like it for all of them being like "Ooh, it's so loud i don't like that it was that loud
1: i'll play it for you it was okay Because it was going, and I'm like, who is talking? Oh, God, Even, like, I was as confused as the guys were, because they were looking around, because it was also, like, I like the one with the hat. Like, it was a couple seconds. Like, somebody... And everyone was like, what the fuck? And even I was like, who is talking? (laughs) That's a voice I've not heard on this episode. Yeah, because usually they pan in on the person (laughs) who's talking, and then they didn't. And I'm like, the fuck? Who the fuck is talking? So... I hate that so much. That is Wolf Manor. Okay. Was Wolf Manor? Was Wolf Manor? tense. It's gone. Rip. But it's it's still sacred in our hearts, and will be there forever. I don't know if it was a sacred place, my man. Oh, I mean, it holds a sacred place in our hearts. Okay. Okay. You know what? Just so we had a Patreon member. Yes. Move up tiers, so we have Sweet to do boy. an announcement for that. Yes, we do. It's it's Kevin. Uh huh. But he wanted to be announced as. Sir Isaac Charles Weiner, yes, for A.K.A. I.C. Weiner. Thank you, Sir Weiner, for your upgrade. <laughs> <laughs> we were on Discord when he was doing it, of course, and he was like, "Should I do Isaac Charles Weiner or should I do Seymour Butts?" I think you should have done Seymour
0: Butts. Of and course, you want Don't that. listen. Don't listen to Katie next time, Kevin. <sighs> do what your heart believes. Please, no. <laughs> but we do have to thank Kevin because he did go up a tier. Yes, he's
1: gonna get a sticker. Thanks. And he's going to get access to our additional content yes. on Patreon. And then also, he gave me the sick pair of headphones. headphones. Sennheiser, I think is what it's pronounced. Yeah, that sounds correct. Yeah. And he gave me a brand new pair of those that he never used. Sweet boy. So he donated those to the cause. So Bless. thank you, Kevin. Very good. So all right. So, if you're on iTunes, also leave us a review. Yes, please. And if you are on Spotify, please smash that follow button. Do the follow thing. Do the thing thing.
0: Be good. Yes. Okay till right. next time <laughs> what are you talking about today good effort. uh so today i'm covering i zoe i'm going to be talking about the fairmount fairmont 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 <laughs> no fairmont fairmont because i'm not french <laughs> so uh the fairmont Banff springs hotel b-a-n-f-f i probably butchered banff? that the fuck banff? kind of name is that um it's it's in canada Oh, so it might so actually it be a French word. Fucking French! You're <laughs> such a dick. Okay. I'm not. Mm, you're giving me so much shit earlier. Yeah, you're welcome. Mm. That's because I'm sleepy. I have no filter. That's fair. So this hotel is a national historic site today and is known as one of Canada's most haunted places. So, Ooh, nah. I feel like they're too nice to have a haunted place. Well, they have serial killers. <gasps> as much as I like Canada. That still happens. Mm. Yeah. Okay, then never mind. Wait, is this a serial killer deal? No. Oh, okay. No. Nope. Oh, that's I might just an do aside. Something. Mm. Yeah, that's just an aside. Oh, okay, okay. Because I didn't believe that Canadians would have serial killers because they're all such lovely humans. They're so nice. Yeah, but apparently there are. So. Okay. That sucks, but here we are. So, this hotel has been open for 132 years. Okay. That's Damn, a that's, a that's, that's a time. A, that's a time. That's a minute. So William Cornelius Van Horn is where our story begins. <laughs> what a fucking name. That's a name. That is a big name. He was the general manager of the Canadian Pacific Railway, and he first decided to look at the Canadian Rockies as a place to build a luxury hotel in 1883. And then some employees, when he was like looking at the place, found some mineral springs And he went, that's the spot. So then he commissioned uh, an architect named Bruce Price to lead the design team. And construction started in 1886.
1: Whoop, whoop. So they built a hotel next to the springs. Yes. Okay. Mm -hmm. As a draw.
0: Ah, gotcha, gotcha. The original, well, I guess the building had uh, 768 guest rooms. It's quite large. Damn. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah, and remember, the Rockies, It's it just it goes up. Like, the Stanley is down here in the Rockies, Ooh. and then you cross up. And oh, yeah, the Rockies extend into the... the Fairmont. California. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah,
1: Canada, Canada?
0: Yeah, <laughs> that place. <laughs> that wonderful place that I want to go. That's my favorite place. Oh, So, this hotel quickly became one of the top three mountain resorts in Northern America. Okay. Yeah. All I right. I thought that was pretty cool. That's pretty neat. The hotel even has an 11-story tower... Like, what? like, on one side, it's just a tower. It has, like, guest rooms in it and stuff. Okay. But it's just, it's 11 stories, like, over on the side. <laughs> which, for the early, late, or the late 1800s, early 1900s. Oh, that's like, a deal. Yeah. That's a deal a big, right big there. Deal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, this hotel has had guests, including King George Fourth, his wife, Queen Elizabeth, Marilyn Monroe, and Ooh. even Helen Keller. <gasps> my girl. Yeah, my fave. Helen Keller. The hotel briefly shut down during 1942 you know, World War Two, just because of a scarcity of work and people weren't able to pay the rates for the hotel. Mm, mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm.
0: And it reopened in 1945 after the end of the war. Neat. It remained a seasonal hotel, so only operational when during... it's not white yeah, with snow. Outside of the winter months. Mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm.
0: Until the 1970s. And then it started to feature a lot of things like, you know, snowboarding, skiing, all your outdoor snow activities. What else do you do in the snow? I don't tre- tre- see a lot of you snow. Trek, you trek. You do the 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 Arctic things with the dogs. The Iditarod? Yeah. That's only in Alaska. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, I don't know. As far as I know. Uh, I'm pretty sure.
1: No, 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 no. Like, just... No. Nah. Just, like, you don't have to be in the race. You just... It's the Iditarod. The, a- the not... activity? Yeah.
0: So... Dog sledding. There we go. That's... Yeah, dog sledding. There we go. Dog sledding. That's a thing. It is a thing, but I thought you were saying they would do the Iditarod. No. Uh, no. No. <laughs> Go to sleep. I can't. Take a fucking nap. Jesus. I need to, honestly. Lord have mercy, that took too long for me to understand. <laughs> Woo. Uh-huh. I am running like half capacity, half bandwidth. Yeah, it sucks. In the 1990s, a gentleman named Ted Cassane became the manager and upgraded the resort and restored it and gave it the nickname the Castle in the Rocks.
1: Ooh. Yeah.
0: Castle in the Rockies. If I could read my own notes. <laughs> Castle Here on the Rockies. Yeah, get I it. like the Castle on the Rocks better. We I do just, too. <laughs> we could have just left it as that. And I mean, we can. It is what it is. Okay.
1: And then we it, we reba- we rebranded. Yeah, as Castle on the Rocks. Yeah, perfect. Mm. All right, okay, done. All
0: right. <laughs> so in 2011, so we're jumping from the 90s to 2011. Oh, okay. Canadian Pacific Limited, which is like the parent company that owns the people that like own the hotel, yeah, sold it or merged with the Fairmont Hotels and Resorts. So hence the name is now fairmont Vermont. okay so on and so forth with that that is the history the entire history that i could find wait a of this hotel that
1: doesn't hmm. nothing in that nothing in that explains why it's haunted
0: yeah we'll do that like each individual because i like making you wait i
1: fucking i hate these places i hate <laughs> these my places when these they... <laughs> are my
0: favorite places just because of how upset you get so upset all so. the upsets it do what it be some of the rooms in the hotel are more haunted than others why there's uh, no fucking and, reason <laughs> and of course the staff won't tell you which ones are more haunted so are you, that's kind of fun what a bunch of dicks uh-huh. that's not funny <laughs> so they just won't tell you if you get a haunted room or not unless you can find it on the internet which i was only able to find two rooms that are like hell two conf- haunted two confirmed rooms mm-hmm. and there's just other yeah. rooms and they could honestly have different room numbers because I mean, they could people, change everyone knows how to use the internet, so it could be the wrong hotel numbers. I don't know what. So that's pretty fun. No, I don't want that's it to like let you know.
1: Bunch of dicks. It We're not going laugh. there. We're not
0: going there. It makes me laugh a lot. So one of the ghosts, the first ghost that you will see, his name is, or he's nicknamed the bartender. So he'll wander around the lower floors and like the bars and stuff, mm-hmm. and just walk up to somebody who he thinks has had too much to drink and said, hey, you need to quit drinking. I'm cutting you off. You're a little too drunk. Go up and go to bed. A fucking ghost will do that? Uh, yeah, and if you don't listen to him, he'll take your drink from you. <laughs>
1: <laughs> this isn't fucking real. This is where I draw the line where a fucking ghost takes my... What?
0: You're a little too drunk, ma'am. You need to go up and go to go to bed. You go to bed. You
1: go to bed,
0: go to bed. Go to bed forever where you're supposed to be, you asshole. It makes me laugh so hard. Oh, that's fun. All right, then s- this next one is not so fun. From here, we just kind of like take a deep dive down. We could stop um, here. I'm so sorry. Oh, uh, no, actually, I'm going to tell you another fun thing first. Okay, good. The next ghost I want to talk about is Sam the Bellman. Okay. So Sam was a bellhop that immigrated from Scotland. Okay. And worked in the hotel for 40 some odd years. Okay. Before he passed away. Huh. And he liked his job so much that he would tell people he was going to return after his death to haunt the hotel. <laughs> he did. Yes, he did. So he loves to turn on lights, open the elevator doors when like nobody's around, mm-hmm. the light switch or the doors. So like people will be like across the lobby like, "Oh, I need to go to the elevator." And they'll start walking and the doors will just open for them. So he's incredibly helpful.
1: Oh, th- this bellhop
0: is actually helpful, yeah, not yeah. the other bellhop. And that's that one guy. Yeah. He just fucking stands there and looks at you. I want a dick. No, no. Sam is like the epitome of bellhops. Like no, ghosts. he can stay then. He's the best. Yes. All right. So he can stay and open the elevator doors. So Sam is such a solid apparition. He fools people into believing that he's a real bellman damn so people can recall what he looked like exactly like his whole face his attire the whole 9 yards and even remember what his cologne smelled like whoa yeah so he he big real big real he to big people real. <laughs> guess we'll come down to like the little kiosk and talk to the people mm-hmm. that are behind, the workers they would go the staff and tell them hey so this this little bellman the one with was like super helpful he was great he did everything we needed to and they'll ask oh, okay which one and they go oh the cute little old one th- with the scottish accent and they're like oh that's sam he's dead <laughs> he's not with us actually you just talked to a fucking a ghost, ghost. So Sam will unlock lock doors for people. So if they can't get into their hotel room, he'll let them in. He will... The most, most helpful ghost I have ever heard of in uh-huh. my entire life. Yeah. He will tell you directions if you're looking for something in the hotel. And he's like kept up with everything that's in the hotel. So he'll so like tell you if you want to know. Like, yeah, where's something he'll like direct you. And then my personal favorite, he will perform wake up calls. What? <laughs> So you need a wake up call. He'll just be like banging on your door, like, "Hey, it's time to get but up." But how do you tell him when he like takes you to your room and you say, "Hey, we need a wake up call." He
1: he lasts that long. Yeah.
0: Sometimes he'll like walk you places, or he'll just happen by if you're doing something, or yeah. We this is yeah. this is the place we gotta go. We yeah. gotta get we gotta get passports. We gotta fucking go. I mean, for this one ghost, I might say yes. I don't know. We'll, we'll, oh, talk, we'll talk about it. Okay. Depending on the other I things that here. I forgot about literally everything else you told me. <laughs> Oops. It's fine. Don't worry about it. Sometimes I zone out. Sam. Also, this is my this is my personal favorite thing that Sam does. Okay. He will accept cash tips. So, like, you hand him five dollars and he takes the money and then goes away. Sometimes he'll just like disappear after you hand him the cash. Where Sometimes is, he'll like walk off. Where does the money go? So people will find the money later in their clothing. So some people have, like, found it in their jacket pocket. Other people have found it, like, under their hat. How many stories did you find with Sam the bellhop? Quite a few. Are like, you f- he's he's very commonly seen. Jesus. Yeah, like, often. He's really active. He's, like, always there. I also found there was one person who found the money in their sock inside their shoe so
1: while they were wearing them oh
0: yeah while they were wearing them sam was like oh this will be good (laughs) like what a penis penis okay yeah so that one's pretty great sometimes when pete guests are like talking to sam he'll just disappear in the middle of their conversation sometimes he'll stick around sometimes he won't so i mean if he gets gets bored he's just like bye i'm gonna go help somebody else (laughs) which makes me laugh really hard oh my god Here's one story that I found where two elderly women were calling the bell desk for assistance after they found out that their hotel key wouldn't work. Mm-hmm. The regular bellman was busy, and it took him 15 minutes to get up to the oh, room yeah. to unlock it. And by the time he got there, the two older women were already in their room, just hanging out. And he goes, it, what What do you... How did how? you... How? And they go, oh, the older bellman in the little plaid jacket helped us in. <sighs> And he's like, oh, Sam got here first. All right. That's cool. The fucking ghost beat you, you weenie. <laughs> oh, that's my favorite. I enjoyed that quite a bit. Okay. So the next one's not so great. Just goes downhill from here. Okay. I wanted to like start on a high note so I could just, you know, disappoint just you and bombs. make you sad. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so Disappoint me some more, please.
0: <laughs> it's a Monday. It's a big Monday. Oh, Lord. The next one is the white woman slash the burning bride. She's known as both. Excuse me, ma'am. Yeah, what? Yeah, 0-2-60. Okay. So this, there's a story of a bride that was walking down the staircase on her wedding day, like down to the grand ballroom to like see all the family and like dance and everything, right? Okay, like, so the like reception. The reception. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. The staircase was lined with candles, and it's this big marble staircase. Oh, no. So the hem of her dress caught on fire, and while she was trying to stomp it out, she took a trip and tumbled down the stairs, breaking her neck. Ah! Oh. It just gets sadder, everyone. More sad, however you say that. <laughs> she can still be seen walking down that same staircase. Sometimes you see her fall. Sometimes you will hear a thump and the sound of bones breaking. Oh. Um, You'll also hear the sound of a woman screaming, crying, and then a man's voice yelling no on the staircase. No. Yeah, this one's really sad. That's so fucking sad. It makes me really upset. Some people have reported, like staff especially, will report hearing strange noises in the bridal suite when it's completely vacant or there's like nobody in the surrounding rooms. That's kind of strange. Yeah. People will see the bride not only on the staircase, sometimes they'll see her in the ballroom dancing, and like dressed in her gown and her veil. And some people see her on fire while she's dancing, and some <sighs> other people see her with her neck completely twisted no, around what because the... her neck got no, broken. This no. is nervous laughter. I'm sorry. Oh. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that one fucked me up really bad. I was really hoping you weren't going to say that. You did. I'm sorry. Ugh. Woo, that one makes me upset. This one's a little less bad, which is, okay. <laughs> I'm so sorry. You guys can't see Katie right now, but um, if you can't, you need to. No, it's okay. It's yeah. Okay. Let's go. So the next one is the secret room. There was a fire in 1926 that damaged a section of the hotel, which it was built out of wood at that period in time in like the 1800s because it was still all original. Okay. So when they went to rebuild that section, they found this little like hidden room that had been walled up. The room didn't have any windows or even a space for a door. It was just like a small little hollow space. Okay. When they looked at the original blueprints, they found out that it was just a mistake. Like two rooms had been measured incorrectly. And instead of fixing it, they just walled the shit up. Okay. What the fuck? So since that little area has been found... People will hear voices? Why? In the wall. Why? they will? I don't know. This I don't have an explanation for. It's just stuff that people witness, so I don't know. Okay. But they'll hear voices in the wall. They'll hear scratching, and they'll even hear, like, growls, like, in varying pitches in that little hollow spot. I'm um, pretty sure that, like, hollow spot was supposed to entrap something. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe. Probably. I mean, that that's something that some people do believe. Like, Zach Bigelbites went there, and that was his theory is that something was released when that happened. Yeah. So, I don't know. That's what I'm going with. People will also see apparitions walk out of the wall in that, like, little hollow spot because they have it, like, labeled now, like, where it is. So people will see something walk out of the hollow spot. They'll also witness black shadows, like, leeching out of the wall and, like, sort of solidifying and then, like, becoming a cloud and, like, chasing them down the hallway. (laughs) (laughs) Sometimes I shouldn't <laughs> laugh, but that's really fucking funny. I know. It's really funny like because you were nervous and now it's like, yeah, but yeah, just chasing them down the hallway or it'll follow some people instead of like chasing them. And then sometimes you can see the shadow like going back into the wall. That's all fun. What in the fresh penis? Yeah. What? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Uh, one account um, I read was a, a guy was like walking past and he heard a dog growl but it like from within the wall within the do- dog yeah but it wasn't like how deep a normal dog growl is it was deeper is what he said oh like it that's was that's not it a was dog sir too deep to be a dog sir so sir that's not a dog yeah that's fun i don't know if that's like a hellhound or what but i don't like it that's uh
1: cerberus he's coming coming to get you
0: all three of those heads he's coming the- he-, he he calming. he coming oh, he big boy the next one is room 692. This is one of the two numbered rooms that I was able to find. <laughs> because. So it's a nice two. <laughs> I wondered what your little eyes were doing when you like, rolled them when you were I thinking. Was thinking. Yeah. I was like, well, <laughs> what's going to come out of her mouth? That was, that was beautiful. Thank you. Okay. I'm so glad you actually saw like, my mental process. <laughs> I did. It was great. It was very good. 10 out of 10. Okay. So guests who stay in this room will have their pillow like shaken out from under their head. So it's not like a fast jerk and it's not like a slow move. It's like it's it's worse back and forth. I don't like it. Some guests will witness the closet's doors like swing open and then feel like a cold spot, cold, cold breeze and then a sinister presence like looming over them in bed. Mm -hmm. I don't like that one. Others have heard scratching from inside the nightstand that's next to the bed so what uh yeah uh guess is a, a it's, like a, it's a nightstand like inside the nightstand it's a nightstand what the fuck i don't know that's okay i don't like it though i don't like that uh some people have a, like night terrors in this room specifically mm-hmm. like like really bad people will have night terrors in this room The hotel actually stopped booking this room for women that were traveling by themselves ooh, because it seemed to attack them more or they would have worse experiences than the dudes. Oh, well, thanks for actually not being an asshole in this situation. Yeah, that one. That one room. We're not going to tell you otherwise if you're in a haunted room. You'll just have to find out. Here we come to room 873. This room is believed to be where a man committed double murder-suicide on his daughter and wife. Oh, Jesus. Uh Uh-huh. Uh, The hotel denies that this happened, but you'll find out why I think that's bullshit in a second. Okay. Tell me. So guests that stayed in this room reported being woke up by violent screaming. Guests in the room on either side would hear the screaming. Oh, fuck.
1: And then there was
0: even reports of the floors above and below. Hey, something's fucking going on. Someone's getting the shit beat out of them. Like, domestic abuse, something is happening. Go figure out what it is. So. Oh, yeah.
1: It's the ghosties. All right. So I automatically believe that something fucking happened and they were right? is lying. Yeah, yeah.
0: exactly. Like, yeah, come yeah. on. So they have, like, the guests would wake up to see three shadows standing over their bed, like at varying heights. Yeah. Some people would see pools of blood on the floor that only they could see. So, like, one person was like, what the fuck is on the floor? I don't, what what's happening? And then their family member would be like, what? There's nothing there. So that's fine. Oh, I don't like that. I don't like that. When they would turn the lights on in the room, they would see bloody handprints on the mirrors. And depending on which report you listen to, there were handprints that they would either disappear before hotel staff arrived to, f- to clean it up. Right. And see what was going on. Or they would be permanently on the mirror. So it was one of the two and they would have to like replace the whole fucking mirror because it just wouldn't come off. That room's just becoming a fucking expense at that point. Yeah, cuz nobody'll stay in there and you have to comp so many things. Jesus, I don't like it. So, guests were so bothered by the spirits that the hotel just boarded up the room. Good. Yeah, so nothing fucking happened in there in my ass. They boarded it up. And then like literally bricked over the entrance into the room and like it looks like the rest of the wall. Damn. Like it's just it doesn't exist. Do guests still hear the screaming? Yes. <gasps> uh-huh. Guests in opposite, like, the rooms next to it will still hear screaming. They they still, like, report stuff like that because they're like, I don't know where the fuck it's coming from, but, like, what's happening? So that still happens. I don't like it. Guests sometimes will see the apparition of a little girl walking out of the room drenched in blood oh, and injured. Jesus. Yeah. That one's fun. A little kid, like I read one story where a little kid like waved and then like looked at his mom and said, hey, is she going to be okay? Oh. And the mom didn't know who the fuck he was talking about. So she's like, "What? who? What do you mean? And he goes, she's covered in blood. <gasps> Imagine your kid looking at you this saying is, that. This is why I can't have kids. <laughs> Jesus. I don't like it. So uh, yeah, that's the all the spooks in this hotel. So it started out pretty great with Sam the bellman, and then ended pretty not great with Room Three or eight eight thirty seven eight seventy three. If I could words, you <laughs> remember, yeah, I knew the three. Numbers. Is there is there any like general hauntings? Like sometimes people would see either the bartender. I guess is a general haunting, and then there's one other spirit, because the bartender will just like show up on certain floors. Jesus, there was another guy that would just show up randomly throughout the hotel that just showed up in a kilt i think and he just like wandered around why are there scottish people here uh because immigration to canada yeah to, it's cold who wants my to go there my family fucked up we went to the wrong country
1: <laughs> i'm upset I'm yeah don't let's not let's not talk about that
0: yeah i don't but, want to think about that anyways go no, ahead but here we are yep. so yeah immigration all, all across the places i guess yeah, I guess. I suppose so. Okay, but yeah, that's that's the story of the Fairmont Springs Hotel in Canada. It gave me a, a pretty good spookening just because some of the the spirits and like how corporeal they are. Yes, that kind of spooks me. J- we just have to go for the for the bellhop and hopefully we get
1: them. Probably or the bartender. I'll get blitzed. I'll take one for the team. Okay, great. I'll take one for the team. I'll get fucking blitzed, and hopefully that bartender will be like, "Ma'am," and then we'll go at it.
0: How about we stay for two nights? and just trade off okay okay, okay. No, that's fair cool yeah cool cool cool, cool. <laughs> we can stay in room um nice too. 8, 871 it's boarded up 871 is next to 873 oh, okay or 875 i don't want to wake up to screaming i mean no actually maybe not yeah it's not okay it's it's all right we'll talk about it okay works for me
1: so if you want to learn some more about what we're doing Hmm. You can check us out on our website at www.hauntheribarelyknowher.com or you can check us out on our social media at H-H-I-B-K-H podcast. Woohoo! And whatever platform that you are on listening to us currently, if you could please smash that like button or leave a review or do do the thing on whatever platform you're on, that would be super awesome. It helps us help you guys. Yeah, let us know how we do or don't do. Or don't do. Preferably do. And if you want to make us do a story for you yeah you can go onto our website under the
0: contact us page page link and yes. send us a suggestion and we will Please. do it and thank you and that would be great and then you'll get a shout out on the episode uh remember to check out our patreon and our new patreon tiers. oh yes we're pretty excited about that yes investigator and medium mm-hmm. so go give those a look-see yes and until next time i suppose haunt her i barely know her <laughs>